You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. He's Julian Andrews, and we're the greatest super team ever. Yep, that's right. That's, can't, and that's the end of the pod. Can't argue with that. Um, Julian, how are you on this fine, fine Wednesday evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm uh, a little bit hot. It's very hot in the attic. Those of you who um, uh, listen to the pod frequently may know I record from my attic, and I also work from my attic, but today I worked from the office, so I did not have the AC on in the attic. Mm. I can't run the AC while we're recording because it's too loud. So it's... Yeah, it's I get very it. hot. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, mine upstairs. We have a uh, two um, because our, our air conditioning wasn't similar to yours. wasn't able yep. to get up to like the top floor. So we um we have like two wall units, which are great. But I have them on motion, um, just because otherwise, like you waste so much energy. Um, but that's my bad thing when I'm not upstairs for like an hour. Right. It suddenly gets very very hot, and then like eventually it'll get really cold. But yep. I have to like be up here for a while. So and then when it's very cold, you have to just like not move I have to, or yeah or you turn it off and then 10 minutes later you're like jesus it's so hot yeah well what's happening it's a tough life it's a tough life um all right today we have um some wolves news some nda news um some sad news so let's start off um at the bottom of my sheet here julian let's go wolves news first uh the wolves signed your boy <laughs> c cj ellaby to That's um one way to put it to seemingly compete for a training camp spot. LB was the 46th pick in the 2020 draft by the Portland Trailblazers out of Washington State. He is 22 years old. He's 6'6", small forward. He averaged about six points per game last year, which is kind of a stretch considering like at the end of the year, he basically was just playing because Portland was like, dear God, we need a body to play. There were people I've never heard of averaging 20 on that team. Yeah. 
You um, know, like and Josh Hart is a good player, but you know, when Josh Hart is like averaging 29 points per game for like a two week yeah. stretch, you know, you're like, yeah, this doesn't seem right. It's like something's wrong. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. CJ Ellaby is not going to make the team. Um, I'll spoil that for Wolves fans. He's not good. He, he seems like a nice guy and it would be awesome if he was great. Uh, but I've watched a little too much CJ Ellaby in my time. Yeah. And I, I, it was pretty funny when the Wolves signed him. So I was like, I thought I was done watching CJ Ellaby. No, you're not. Apparently not. Ever. Apparently we're going to watch more CJ Ellaby, which, you know, it's just, I don't know. It'd be great if he proves me wrong. I it's, hope he, I hope he like listens to this podcast and is like, I'm going to prove this guy wrong. It's funny. Cause last, um, last year I got like a bunch of prism. Also, by the way, like prism basketball, we'll get to this at the end. It's a lot easier to get than it was last year. Hmm. Um, and I pulled some fire today, but we'll get into that later. Oh, yeah. Um, but I got a bunch of CJ Ellaby, like silvers uh-huh. and whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, God, hopefully he's good. It turns out he's not. He sucks. So that's that. That's very true. Um, so yeah, that's the Wolves news. We don't really have anybody else or any other news to talk about on Wolves Land. Um, I guess um some unfortunate news came out. Um, I think it was on Sunday. Yeah. Um Bill Russell, of course, uh, Celtics legend, NBA legend, um, civil rights advocate and leader in in that respect, passed away at 88 years old. Um, You could argue he's the best team player in sports history. Mm -hmm. Um, He helped the Celtics win 11 championships. Um, He changed it. Yeah. And like I was just watching some of his stuff. And when you watch him play and of course, I, when somebody passes, I never want to talk about like how good they were as a player um, and like how they changed the game because with him, it's so much bigger. But also, like you do have to talk about like the way he did change the game. You, I mean, he's ex, he was six foot eleven, and the way he ran the court and in interviews, you hear him talk about how players were taught to stand their feet and not jump, and good defenders were always grounded. And he basically was like, screw that. Um, I'm yeah. way too athletic. And and you watch him play and you look at like every modern big that we like, we, we really like minus the shooting. Yep. You're like, oh, yeah, that, that's just like Bill Russell, like a guy that can like run coast to coast, um, run the floor, probably guard multiple positions, totally. like recover very quickly if he gets beat. Like that's Bill Russell. Yep. So. Yeah. No, I don't have a ton to add, but that's definitely accurate. Um, yeah. And then the yeah, civil, civil rights advocate, um, and like after he retired, um, and if I, like, I recommend just like watching a Bill Russell, like interview or documentary mm-hmm. or read stories. And I know he's got like books out. There's a NBA special that was on, uh, like 10 years ago it was called, uh, I think it was like Mr. Russell's house or something like that. And it's an interview with him and he kind of goes through a, a, you know, a bunch of stuff. But um, his relationship with Boston was always pretty uh, fractured, I think is probably the right word to use. And you think about that and it's a guy who wins 11 championships. And then you got to think about the time when he was playing in the 50s and 60s. And Boston was Boston, arguably the worst place to play other than like, you know, maybe some places in like the deep south. um, If you're a black athlete and he talks about how you know, they cheer for you as a player, but then, you know, they, they basically say everything hateful in, in the book to, you know, to you as a person. And 
he probably never really recovered from it. Eventually, I think he he forgave the people, and um, you know whatever. But um, yeah, R.I.P. to to Bill Russell, certainly someone who who changed the game for the better and changed the world for the better. So that is that. Um, all right, Julian. Next topic um, I want to get to is tampering. Yeah. Um. So I mean, before we get into this, like basically. There was always this joke of, um, it, like it was like I think it was like in 2015, like or maybe like 2013. It was when the Timberwolves signed Chase Buttinger, and like news broke at like 12:05 or 12:10 a.m. that Timberwolves signed Chase Buttinger at a three-year, you know, 20 million dollar deal. And someone made the joke that like Flip Saunders was on his doorstep at 12 o'clock with the contract in hand, like, please, will you sign this? And I think like stupidly that's how some fans actually think it works um like i m- m- yeah certainly okay i i i don't mean to like discredit people i guess what i'm trying to say is like the way that it comes out we probably never think about it like oh my god they agreed to a deal with goran tragic already that's weird um yeah. it was only 10 minutes but then you just kind of get lost in it and you forget about it um yeah certainly all these deals happen like way before and like agents talk to re- team reps you yeah. know, like it's not like the coach going to Chase Buttinger's house or, you know, exactly. you know, yeah. Unless it's the weird DeAndre Jordan thing from yeah, a couple of years ago. But, but yeah, I mean, I feel like there's like the, there's like the, how it's supposed to work, like the rules. Yep. And then there's the kind of, um, how it actually works, you know, but then like, somewhere in the middle is the acceptable behavior from the yeah. league's perspective. You know, and that's, what's like interesting about this Harden thing because yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say like, there's the, the, the two cases they're looking into are the Knicks with Jalen Brunson and the, the 76ers with James Harden, but yeah, you can continue like the, the Brunson and the Harden things are interesting because I feel like while they didn't do while they broke the rules probably as does every single team, every single free agency period, like they made the NBA look bad. Yeah. You know? And so like, and they like went too early, you know? So I feel like it's kind of weird on the NBA's perspective because it's like, if you're not going to enforce the rule, it's like kind of weird to like have it's like weird to have the unwritten rule but then like also have the enforcement of like the actual rule and it's like the enforcement of the actual rule is used to keep teams from like going too far over the line it's not actually used to like as a rule so i I don't know it's it's kind of interesting it definitely seems like both those teams were pretty far out of bounds like the Brunson Knicks thing, especially stood, stands out to me. It's just like, Jesus, like we knew this guy was going there like for like hiring his weeks. dad. Right. Like, yeah, I know. Right. Um, and so it's just like, I get it. Like the league shouldn't do that. But at the same time, like players also talk, you can't stop the players from talking. Agents talk to each other. Agents talk to team guys. This circle is just really, really small. Like the NBA circle and like the people who work in it on the player side, and on the team side are just like, it's just not that many people and they all know each other and they all have business relationships. And so it's hard to really parse out like, Oh, that was tampering. But like, that was just like chatting at all-star weekend. 
or you like know? that was too much tampering or yeah exactly right? like, like yeah, that was oh, too much but yeah they, they, they didn't sign his dad so actually we're fine with it or right exactly james harden didn't exactly. like agree to take significantly less money to get his team right right it's like yeah no and, and i agree and like in my notes here i have like okay what do you do to fix it and the answer is i have no idea because if you don't have like an actual day like there's two options right it's like you're basically you know what hey fucking sign anybody when you like after like sign anybody whenever you want like yeah or once talk the to season, anybody. Once everybody the season's over right. you guys can yeah. do whatever you want we don't care um but the signings can't become official till x day whatever right or it's you find everyone and every case goes to the league and yep. you're gonna like you're Stop right talking to people yeah and the the irony i guess is like yesterday or today the miami dolphins and the nfl they got a first round and a third round pick taken away from them. Plus I think their owner got fined like a million and a half bucks, which is chump change. But um, like a first and a third round pick that's significant Intense. in the world yep. of football. And that was like the Sean Payton, Tom Brady tampering, which um, my guess is some of that had to do with like Brian Flores and some of his allegations too, but they, they didn't say that. Um, so yeah, it's just like it's an interesting thing, and I don't know if we'll ever have like a, the the right answer. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard. It and is it, hard because you want to. It's a, it, to a certain extent you do want to respect kind of the the sanctity of the league, but not even so much the league, but just like competitive fairness and like you don't want to like I don't know. It's almost like if everybody could tamper, it would still not be equal because there are certain teams that just like have a lot more power and influence in the league. Um, and so it's like almost by preventing teams from really heavily recruiting really early, I think you're protecting the smaller markets in, in a certain way. But then at the same time, like, I don't know. It's interesting to me that the league is punishing or potentially punishing the um, Sixers and the Knicks too because like typically what you hear said is that like oh they like catch a non-big market team doing it and make a huge deal out of it and then the big market teams kind of like learn where the line is um yeah it kind of reminds me of like honestly of like this is gonna get way off topic of basketball but like of the sec and how like they write all these really complicated rules but then like companies and banks like kind of learn what the actual rules are like through the enforcement, like what they choose to prosecute and what they don't. Um, and I really think that's at play here. Like it's just this gray. It's just, it's like constantly moving target and everybody kind of pushes the boundary and pushes the boundary and pushes the boundary. And then like the NBA decides like, all right, this has gone too far. And then they shut it down. And like, I don't think that that's a good system, but I also don't think it's the worst system. Like, I don't think it's the end of the world. Like this doesn't like, offend me i guess no this I, is happening you know the, and the, this is the how the league chooses to handle it like it's fine um it's just like they just have to be okay with the fact that, like everybody and their mother knows that like these rules are fake and like the reason like for the the mavericks right or the the knicks like the reason the knicks are probably going to get docked a second round pick is because the mavericks complained because they were like hey we had a meeting with him and right it didn't happen because he already had a deal done but we weren't supposed to have any deals done by then. Right. So why didn't we get our meeting? <laughs> we met right? with them at 1202. How did he meet with them at 1201? Right. Like, how <laughs> yeah. did, like what happened there? So, um, yeah, interesting. And we'll see, um, yeah. more 
NBA storylines just to watch over the next week until we're back. Um, Donovan Mitchell still not traded. Kevin Durant still not traded. Um, but yeah, otherwise we're like a month away from from I camps really, starting up. I really wonder what's going to happen with those two. I mean, if we get into camp, it's going to get really interesting. I mean, not so much with Mitchell. Like Mitchell, I think we'll just play for the Jazz if he doesn't get traded. You know, it, do, it doesn't get the sense that he's like forcing his way out. Um, or I don't get the sense of that. But the KD stuff, I mean, that could get really, really weird really fast. See, I, I kind of feel the opposite. I feel like really? the Durant thing, he's under contract for four years. I think like they'll just figure it out. Show up? Yeah, because it's like whatever. The, yeah, that's the, true. I don't the, really see him holding up. The Mitchell thing, I kind of agree with you where it's like, yeah, he's just going to play. But I think like it's like it's I don't know, like, you know, you know, like if you're ever in a relationship and you like say something you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like you just like don't forget that sometimes like the no, wells the, the, the wells poisoned right where you're uh-huh. like oh I shouldn't have said that but then you like always think about that I don't know I like I think it happens in like real you know yeah in in, in, in like um I I think like that's like Donovan Mitchell but it's yeah. happened like there's been like fifty comments where he's like ah remember when you said like you hated me fifty times in a row um, yeah and like I, the fact that they've clearly tried to move him a bunch yeah where like he's he doesn't feel wanted yeah yeah it's yeah. i could get tough to you it's right. like he didn't get invited to a party and he showed up and then he realized he wasn't invited but then everybody convinces him that no no no, we wanted you here it's right like, why did you forget to invite me then? we just forgot yeah it's like oh no it's like just an oversight on our part it's like hmm feels like you didn't want me yeah um and you can like try to convince yourself that you were supposed to be invited but you really weren't nobody i'd say though i would i would not i would say that neither one of them are going to hold out no i don't i don't think so um, I just think that if anybody, I think it's going to be weird in Brooklyn if KD it, is there. It'll be weird. Yeah. And I think it'll be weird in Utah too. And Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie is still there too. Yeah, he is. Um, all right. Well, <sighs> with that, we want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially the summer, which is coming to an end. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fool your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, they are giving away new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um we also want to thank our good friends over at Three Star Sports Cards. Go visit them there in um, Bloomington, there in Little Canada. Um, I haven't been there in a hot second, but hopefully I'll be there soon. Um, last week we talked about twenty one, twenty two yep. Prism. I was hoping I was going to run there today. Um, I thought I had graded cards coming in. It seems like it might be tomorrow because I was going to open a pack for us. Um, but I actually got three boxes yesterday of retail Prism. Ooh, and um let me see if i can just grab retail prism retail prism which like is pretty impossible to find now it is worth noting i did not my best rookie in three boxes was jalen suggs i didn't get a giddy i didn't get a not horrible cunningham i didn't yeah certainly not horrible but like not great though right like i had i had what 18 packs and that was my best but with that being said some of the hits I'll show you on here. We got a John Morant's cracked ice. Nice. Um, we got what is they? They're calling it a case hit. It's a 75 anniversary. Ooh, nice. Um, which like that Zion card's going for like 50 bucks. Um, 
I got a Tracy McGrady green pulser. And as you can see in the back, it's numbered to 25. Wow. Cool. And it, that was in a blaster. Wow. That's which is insane. You do not Gee, see that. That's wild. No, out you of do blasters. not see that. Um, we got a purple pulsar of Pete Maravich. It's like one of those in all the blasters. Yeah, we got the 75 anniversary like blue nice. um, logo of Patrick Williams, which is going for like 15, 20 bucks. And then we got uh, sensational swatches of Markel Fultz. Nice. So overall, like those three I got from Target. That's for, like, sick, dude. 89 bucks. Yeah. And I definitely like what I've been doing with this stuff is, um, and everybody can do what they, what they want with their own cards right? Like however you want to collect. I normally keep all my rookies um, and I stash them and we'll yep. just figure it out. And like cards like this where I'm like, you know, I can't imagine, you know, like the Tracy McGrady, the number 25 pulse are like the price is only going to go down once there's more on eBay. So I try to flip them right away. Um, but yeah. So if you can get your hands on them, I've been, I'm in part of some groups where they're at like target or Walmart. Um, you can get them at three stars later but they'll, they'll just be a little more expensive than what you'd get them from like an actual retail. Cause it's so hard to get them in retails. But, um, so far they're there. I don't, I don't know if they're like making more of them or what, what it is, but it seems like they're easier to get. So, huh? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Um, sweet Julian. Well, um, cool. not much in the NBA world, but, um, maybe next week we'll yeah. be back. We'll yeah. be back then. Everyone. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time.